Welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for the premiere of The Flash Season 9, Episode 1. We are not alone. We have the same ones joining us, Mimi, Shy, and our expert, Sasha. How are you doing tonight, ladies? Great. Doing great. Great to hear. We're finally back for Wednesday ever after. Teleplay, Thomas Pound, Sarah Tarkoff, story by Eric Wallace, directed by Vanessa Perez. What do we think about the premiere? Sasha, you go. Um, Can I just say tens across the whole board? Let me just say this is probably like one of my favorite uh, premiere episodes in a long time, probably since like season one, season two, season three. Yeah, I would definitely say this is definitely up there. Um, just having a whole episode that's mainly like West Allen centric, and you already know me, West Allen is like my heart. So I was like living for it the whole freaking episode. Cecile didn't even bother me that much this episode. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was just a really great episode. It was just like the storyline. Just seeing Barry and Iris's relationship, you know, how like, yeah, it, everybody thinks it's perfect, but it also still has some issues. They got to work through communication. Um, so, but other than that, I mean, I just really love this premiere. And I think this is a strong opener for season nine. And if it's like this episode going forward, then I'm happy. Oh, good, good. Sound off, Shy. <laughs> Uh, I enjoyed it as well. Um, I'm trying to rank it on my, like, up there. I mean, it's at the top. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't thought about it um, as much <laughs> in regards to, I didn't think I would be talking about ranking. Um, but it is up there for sure. And basically, you know, Barry and Iris are my favorite characters on the show. And so any episode that highlights them um mostly because most of my other favorite characters are not there anymore so um they're the one oh joe is there so um <laughs> yes this one was <laughs> <I belong. laughs> sort of there <clears throat> but um yeah because this was primarily barry and iris and i felt like that was missing from last season a lot um that it was that was this was definitely a strong start all right, Mimi. I felt the same. Like it was like one and two, we would get like, like, like we would learn about different villains. Like you know, they would pop up and they would have to fight them. And I feel like, um, I don't know, the last couple of seasons, it we didn't have that thing. It was kind of missing. Um, and of course, Barry and Iris were never around each other, so that was the same way. And I, I, one of the things that I used to miss about the Flash, because I know in an issue too, but I do feel like this opener kind of put all of the ingredients that I loved about seasons one and two in this episode. And I would like to point out that when I saw Iris in that bonnet, I was like, okay. This this the season right here, and it's Black History Month. I personally thought it was great. I I loved it. I definitely loved it. <clears throat> I haven't felt that way about 
and oh like I know the last couple of ones like they were okay like I watched it but I I could say that at the end of it I I wanted to watch it again but this episode I definitely I feel like I could watch it a couple times and be and still enjoy it all great things that I co-sign a hundred percent uh I was so happy to finally see that four hundred dollar press out not just own some regular cotton damn pillows because I'm like there's just just every black woman from the time their hair could be pressed out has put on a goddamn bonnet there's just we don't go to bed without them so the years and years we see our black counterparts on screen being so underrepresented in a very basic way just to see that even coming back more, not only in the flash, but across other mediums as well to start showing that so that when you have a white boyfriend, they'd be like, what you doing? And they watch in an amazement. Like I've never seen this before. They understand that this is a nightly ritual that they will need to get used to. Not even black, you know, white, but Hispanic, whoever, but it is a huge part of our culture. It's a nightly thing. So to see her in the morning, taking it off at night, putting it on that simple freaking thing right there means so much, means so much. So now that we got all our... that. And I think, I think also like not to cut you off, but I think the uh-huh. also the part that Barry, you know, some people want Barry to say something like, Oh, you know, what are you doing? Or, you know, Oh, what's a bonnet or something like that. But I like it that Barry doesn't even think twice about it. He just, okay. And this is what she does. This is what she He's seen okay, her all he, her life, <laughs> Exactly. Yes. So I do like that. Yeah, I mean, that he, he he wouldn't, like, why would he address something that's so very basic? Right. Like, I don't think people think about that. Like, nobody <laughs> asks someone, what's your bonnet? <laughs> yeah, that would be really stupid. I'd be like, why is he asking that question? Right, that would have <laughs> like, been like, no, no, I'd be saying little, right now, like, he and right. grew up in the same house with a, a black family. He would have seen her. <laughs> and not just that, it would be like, um, we've been married for like five something plus years and yeah. <laughs> we've laying in the same Listen, bed. Not and the first time. Here, like... <laughs> if anything more realistic, you'd be like, girl, you gonna wrap that hair? My slobber about to be all up in it. Just letting you know. Right, I let it hot. They put the bonnet on, but that that's not gonna look good when you take that bonnet off. I would just, I was no, thinking that too. <laughs> so we are gonna go uh, instead of scene by scene. We're gonna do storylines because I think that's gonna be much more conducive to the conversation and focus it more so. We all want to talk about Barry and Iris, and I know there's plenty of gushing to go around between the three of y'all, so I won't even have to be included in that conversation. I'll just let y'all give me diabetes. And we will oh, start no. off with one of the the lesser, but very well done in the background. I also gave this episode, by the way, a 10 out of 10. I had absolutely no complaints about it. I think that everything just bounced off each other in very organic ways and the characters weren't put forward awkwardly and and that was nice so i was able to break up the episode let's go cecile and joe joe is concerned that she is going to be the new muscle for team flash as they are practicing her uh proficiency with telekinesis with the football 
Sure. Why not? Barry, uh, I'm going to go through their whole arc and then you guys can talk about it as whatever you want to pick out from it. Uh, But Barry runs to Papa and Mama Joe. I'm just going to call them that. Uh, who have both great words for him about his little notebook that he's been carrying around all episode talking about this is our future and we just got to make it because one Barry no matter how much never learns this lesson about how you cannot control your future and yet he continues to allow his fear to to uh to have him come up with new and weirder ideas about trying to make it happen so them being able to say, you know, even Joe looking at like, you did all this? <laughs> I mean, hearing that you're about to move into the house that I'm still presently in can be a little <laughs> awkward. Like, what does that mean for me and my family? But right. <laughs> I loved everything about that, that, hey, Cecile didn't at any point say, I can feel she just states, <laughs> Joe, something's wrong. What is it? You're not telling me she's not invasive like you guys said last season about jumping into what people are feeling instead of letting them come out with it. Uh, So they, at the end of the episode, are concerned about their future. At least Joe really is. And he wants to leave CC, CCC, is it CC? I think it's CC, with Cecile. That's way too literal for me. Forget Jenna. And Jenna, the child that we ain't never seen, who's supposed to be God only knows how old. She was in that picture on the on the on the dresser. Was she? Yeah, we did see a picture. So she yeah, she looked like she's like six. I don't know. But they did say in the episode it's only been a week since Dawn killed her. So I'm just not even gonna play with the timeline. Not even gonna mess with it. But that's I completely missed that. I did. I caught that because I was like, oh, they only did it one week. Of, all right. One week of staycation. That's all y'all take. I would have taken more, but sure. I, I feel so like Mimi should have done a little more. <laughs> How do you feel about the Joe Cecile of it all? Well, because I knew that the Jesse, the actor was leaving the whole time. I'm just trying to figure out like like, are we going to be stuck with Cecile? Is she going to go with Joe? So I don't think I was really like, <laughs> I don't think I had enough, like I was paying attention enough for her to annoy me, but I don't think she did. Like, this is going to sound real petty, but like, I just all like, the one thing I remember is just looking like she's tiny as hell. Like, is she like, I'm not trying to be funny. Is she a little person? Cause she looks like a midget. Her <laughs> arms when she was throwing the football, she looked like, she looked like she was like, she is really short. Yeah. <laughs> She looked really little. Tiny, tiny girl. Yeah, she looks very petite. But, like, if she's supposed to be getting these, like, super duper powers and she's supposed to, you know, be, like, the most powerful meta, and she is she is she really leaving or is she going with Joe? And that's what I was trying to... I, I don't know why, but I was like, I, I, I hope they don't, like, hurt Joe. I hope he doesn't, you know, die or something or get sucked into some alternate universe or something like that. And then I'm like, okay, right. well, maybe they'll, maybe they'll move away, but when when Barry said about the you know
Uh, Shy? Um, yeah, it was not a lot of Cecile, um, so I was happy about that. Um, and you're right, Christina, the I feel thing, that was definitely an annoyance of last season or the last few seasons, and we didn't get that. This episode, I, I like Mimi, I was curious about how they were going to write Joe, like what how they're going to explain him not being there as much um and what his arc was going to be for the season um i don't know i felt like they could have done another thing like i don't understand why he has to why they had to go with moose away from central city I, um they could have had him like do some type of a I don't know, job, like come a private. He ain't been a cop for like two years. I don't know. (laughs) He retired. I don't know. I just, (laughs) it's like, that's just strange to me that he would want to move. But I don't know. I think Cecile's going to stick around because the the actress is not limited in her uh, episodes. I don't know. Sasha may know more about that. It's just Jesse L. Martin is going to be not there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, I'm just curious as to how it's going to play out. It wasn't really too much to it. Um, as for the talk, you know, we had our little Joe Gary moment. Him giving his wise advice on things because per usual, you know, Barry is a little bit extra. Um, this latest thing with Iris and her dying, her actually dying um, this time and them losing their connection. I think that really freaked him out even more than the other times. Because this, she legit died this last year. Um, yeah, she came back, but that was a lot. And I think he just went off the deep end a little bit with this map book. But I guess we'll talk about that in the other storyline. <laughs> All right. And lastly, uh, Miss Sasha, what you got for us? Um, I think with, um, I think. I was, like, my mind was so more so on, like, West Allen of it all. But I do like how I didn't see that much of Cecile. Um, and that I did, like, at least, like, the parts that they wrote for her in this episode, it kind of made sense. So I was like, oh, okay. Um, especially, like, when Barry would go to the house or whatever and talk to Joe, and then she put her little two cents in or whatever. I was like, okay, well, this makes a little bit sense. Um, the, her little point of view or whatever, at least she wasn't sitting there saying like, Barry, I feel your feelings or something. So, um, so with that being said, and then of course, like, I love Jesse L. Martin. I think he's such an amazing actor and I think he's played such a great job of playing Joe and, um, being that father figure for Barry. And so, you know, knowing that he's not going to be there for every episode, you know, yes, that's heartfelt, but at the same time. I totally get it. He's getting older and his kids are, you know, are, you know, are grown and they're about to have kids of their own. So I can totally understand why he's like, you know what? The only thing he has to worry about now is like baby Jenna. But other than that, like, he's just, you know, he, his Wally's out the house, you know, Iris is out the house. That's Barry's responsibility now. So it's like, I get what he's talking about. He's like, there's not really much else for me here. I've done everything with y'all. And so it's time for me to move on. And it's time for us to move on. Um, but I, I agree. I definitely think Cecile probably will be staying around be, just because of her powers. 
which right, is weird good. to me because <clears throat> I'm like, if your if your partner is moving, why would you stay behind? Like, wouldn't you be going? That is place? a weird choice. I think that's I why do. I'm not too keen on the moving away because yeah. it just didn't. It, it leaves them in limbo more so than they need mm-hmm. to be. I would have liked it. I think maybe better if Joe got trapped into like a thing <laughs> in a mirror voice or yeah. something where there was like a reason why they would be separated more so than yeah. like, Hey, I'm going to take the baby and dip out to the next <laughs> town because now all of a sudden things just got too real for me that it feels a weak, lackluster type of thing. But quite frankly, I'm not really hung up on it. Uh, too much so that it takes away from my enjoyment. Um, I think they play the role that they need to play. And I was happy. I mean, I was actually really satisfied. I think I've always been a little bit easier on Cecile uh, than, than the counterparts here. But I think that her infectious, she does have a, a genuine desire to want to be a part of Team Flash. And she's happy to do these things and, and want to get better and I always thought if they just tweaked their dialogue a little bit better, she'd be more attainable for me, particularly as we don't get to see Barry with a motherly figure as much as we get the fatherly figure. So I like that part of her being like, oh, sweetie, you know, there's just something different to that transaction when you have Cecile doing it versus Joe. Just another one. Weird. Glad to see you back, Mimi. We lost you for a minute. (laughs) Hey, we just finished up with Joe, so nothing else to add there. <laughs> it really isn't. Like I said, there wasn't much going on there, but I wanted to get their little bit of storyline. Let's move over to Allegra and Chester. Is Allegra and Chester, is it Chester or Chuck? Because I honestly, oh, and another yeah. thing, until so y'all just mentioned it, I forgot Joe was leaving. I literally forgot he was leaving the show. I was like, oh shit, he is. <laughs> I forgot about all of that drama. I forgot all about that. I was like, oh yeah. Um, just as much as I forgot what Chester's actual name is. I think it is Chester and mm-hmm. not Chuck. But Allegra, she seems to be more I like the way they were utilizing this episode too, because they they're background characters and that's how they should be played as background characters. Yep. Um Allegra seems more competent as Iris is second in command, having squashed her shit with the other drones and presents Iris with the offer from Catco, which is a blank check to buy CCPD, which will lead to her future empire and Pulitzer Prizes. (laughs) And she is eager for her boss to accept that. Uh, The only other thing happening between the two is I like that Chuck and Barry finally got a moment to work together uh, using their science brains when the Owen Mercer storyline happens with the robbery. Uh, I did think it was okay that they finally got their first kiss, but I wasn't necessarily feeling one way or the other about it. But that's the gist of, of their arc is that they're, they're done playing games. They like each other. They're texting on the phone. They're in the early stages of love. We don't need to drag it out. It's happening in the background, and we now know it. Thoughts? Anyone? <laughs> I, I would. Yeah. I thought I, I would, established that they were like booed up. 
didn't that already happen last season? I thought I remember them kissing. I checked and then out. They were like a... I just that was in the Armageddon, uh, the alternate flash. What is it? Reverse. Oh, flash so that's why I had to witness it more than once. I fucking hate them, and I would like I like them separate. <laughs> as a couple, it's so fucking awkward and it's annoying. I. I'm I'm serious. Like I literally scream no when they kiss. Like why? I and it's it's like they're not bad characters separate, but when they're together, they're like relationship, like their on screen chemistry is so it makes me cringe. <laughs> I cannot stand watching them together. It's so uncomfortable. I don't like it. It's a it's a negative ten out of ten. <laughs> All right. Well, did you want to have anything to add? <laughs> no, because I'm sorry. I already said this last season, so I'll just just like what Mimi said. No, I don't feel it. I don't care. I don't. It's like let them. Why can't they just be friends? It's so cringe to me. I'm sorry. I'm with Mimi. I mean, I love their storyline separate, like her with uh Iris doing the uh ccp media stuff and like you said um chester with barry trying to figure out the battery thing that was hilarious i thought you know that part was funny i love that um that their dynamic but that look they exchanged when he touched it (laughs) right before they please it's like fuck no 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 my favorite part is like when barry comes back and he puts on the board Number five. five. Oh, yeah. looks at him and says, "You lie. You lie." Yeah, that, that was, was funny. See, I love that. That to me, it had me cracking <laughs> up. And then, of course, uh, like I said, Allegra with um at the CC Media, and even when they were together, you know, just uh, doing the the comms, that was fine. But when that whole sequence of I was like, oh my god! All right, it was so I'm long that they stared each other's eyes before they kissed. Though, like, are we gonna mm-hmm. do this? It's like, dude, just do it already. I'm just, I'm, I mean, they, like I said, they, they've been planting that seed. So, I mean, it is what it is. But I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't care. Yeah, it was two I'm seasons like, leading up to a lukewarm kiss. I just, they tried to circle the camera to make it dynamic too, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah, <laughs> this I is mean, not West Allen. Stop playing. Stop playing." No, I mean not just that, but it was like you're doing that kiss right after you have that West Allen kiss, which was very. That was a good kiss. <laughs> it's like it was a very good kiss. That that is true. Maybe yeah. that's I'm like they the relationship. Maybe just they failed. were trying to parallel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they're trying to parallel West Allen. I think they were. They were totally. Oh, they mm. totally were. Mm. They were totally. Were. It just didn't. Um, it, it was not successful. That's that's mm. that's all. no. It's not even that. Yeah, it's just um, it's just one of those things that if you're into it, mm. hey, more power yeah. to you. We're not shitting on it. It's yeah, just, it doesn't necessarily. It does not elicit a response from me other than it happened. Um, right. I'm shitting on it. <laughs> yes, you and me, me both are. Very, very 
much poo-pooing on it. Oh, it's okay. Sorry. That's that's a fair feeling too. Again, there's nothing nothing wrong with that. So before I do want to jump into more of the iris and berry, which is the meat of the episode as it should be. Let's talk about that opening sequence. Uh, how do we feel about the the cinematography, the script, the directing? There's a lot of new things that they tried in this episode. And I've always been a fan of seeing yeah. Barry use his powers in different varieties. Yeah. Uh, so how did we feel about the, the more of the aesthetic type things going on? Yeah, the, the cinematography the this season is actually mm-hmm. just like, just, I mean, this, it's, it, you can definitely see a difference a hundred percent. Like with Barry running up against, you know, up, a, up the um, building and usually it would crash. Like the windows would crash or whatever like that. Every time he would run up the building this time, he didn't, he just ran up it. And I was like, well, that's good. Showing that he's grown with his powers, which he should by season nine, he should be like an expert. So um, that made, that was definitely great to see. And then the fact that he, it's like, um, it's just the cinematography, the the zoom in the camera, like you could tell when he's having a, you know, he wakes up and you could tell he's having a nightmare when they do that zoom in and then zoom out and the Dolby cameras that they're like, you know, in the spin around, like you can see everything in the slow-mo, Barry getting out of the pool, like it's like Baywatch. <laughs> like, that was my favorite like, scene. Is the pool the scene. cinematography of him, you know, swimming under the water and yeah. it being cr- like everything, even the colors were popping. It was just like just certain things in the um, interior, and it's just like I was like, wow. I didn't, sometimes I didn't feel like I was watching a flash show. I was like, is I felt like I was watching maybe like a Disney Plus show or something like that. Like it felt that it felt that cinematic where it was like. I don't know, this doesn't feel like season eight. This totally mm. feels like a totally different vibe. It totally feels like a different cameras. It tells like it's very HD. Like it's just like, it's like almost like you're there. That's the type of film that you want to feel. And after watching that episode and it was like, it was just really great to see. I just love it. And I love like the, where they're going with it this season. Cause I feel like it's the last season. Go all out. <laughs> right. Right. Take that budget. Knock down them episodes and let's do the thing. Why are we looking at your crotch, ma'am? It's it's. I need to let my dog out. Okay, I was trying to be real subtle. What kind of dog are you trying to let out on this camera, ma'am? You want to be an asshole? (laughs) Now now you can look at the ceiling. And the fact that when she did that, I knew I knew Christina was gonna say something. I was like, watch her say something. I was just waiting for it. She knows me so well. I was about to ask her what she was about to say, but now she gotta go walk the dog. I was trying to let y'all finish the dog, and it was my chest, ma'am, not my crotch. Podcast here, thinking I'm nasty. <laughs> I was gonna start barking and whining. I didn't know. I didn't know it was not your cry. All I saw was a zoomed in and a cut, time. and I was like, "Is that vaginas? Is that vaginas? Right in my face." <laughs> we can't ever take you nowhere. <laughs> so, how do you feel about the aesthetic of the season? <laughs> 
I uh I've been actually like that was one thing I was gonna be excited about. Like when Barry like uh set the book on fire and he snapped. That shit was dope as hell. And oh my uh, god, my like, panties got soggy. Yeah, same. <laughs> was like, what that was the sexiest <laughs> bit of the episode. He said pop. I was like, that was it, everything about it was like really dope and i like i don't know exactly what how he like stopped a nuclear explosion but like the way that the like the like vapor oh, yeah. like, everything that shit looked amazing like everything about it even when they were just at home like when they kept having the like groundhog day type thing where they would wake up over and over again mm-hmm. like the scream and, and like iris was like like jump like all of that stuff like just the way it looked it just looked like it didn't it, it made me think i wasn't watching something that was on the cw it's like i was watching something on one of these like apps like yeah right or something like that um it was i i enjoyed it It was something i definitely noticed and i feel like if i noticed <laughs> it means it must be really good because it's not something i normally pay attention to <laughs> Mm-hmm. You, you and Shy Sasha are like the graphic porn people. Oh yeah! Oh my God, that is my thing. <laughs> That's why she got me into Euphoria. She was like, "Girl, you gonna love the cinematography." Even <laughs> get me into the <laughs> to the storyline. She was like, "You gonna love the cinematography." That's the exactly what I was about. I was like, "Ooh, they really filming these hot people beautifully." All right, Shy. <laughs> I mean, I don't have too much to add. Um, you know, the the skyscraping, scraper, whatever you call it. All of it was good. I mean, Barry running, I, that was a new shot of him running um, when he was going to, well, running around, then went to Joe's house. Um, no, I mean, I don't have anything in the hat. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't have anything to add. I mean, everything looked, it did look fresh and new. Um I did love how they panned into um, Barry the the last time um, when Iris wasn't in the in the bed. Um, how he was looking around, how the camera did that. I thought that was different, um, and I love that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it did seem like a, again a fresh look at everything and the, whoever that whoever I think he said Vanessa whatever. Um, I don't know what she directed before of the flash, but she definitely did a great job on this one. I don't see her have d- done anything before. Oh shoot, Eric Wallace doing the next episode though with the Jonathan and Kristen team. Oh shoot. Next episode gonna be fire. Okay, um <laughs> The only thing I add is that uh, the Vanessa Paris, I don't I haven't seen her in anything else. Um but I will let you know if she's in any I thought I heard someone say something. Okay, I'm just being paranoid. Anyhow, um, (laughs) don't tell my secrets. Like I'm being watched by the Illuminati. Um, I can't. I could tell you like who she was, like a director of like what she directed, because. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought I was hearing. Like, I feel like I felt it in my senses that Sasha knew something. And I was like, <laughs> Sasha, reveal okay. your knowledge. Cause I know you know something. Just, yeah, she okay. just she she's um she just definitely she it looks like she's like a new director. Um, mm-hmm. because all her direct directing was from like um 
uh, where is it? It seems like all like short films and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it definitely seems like um, she's like a new director. That's good. I think they need to give women yeah. more of a chance okay. behind the camera because yeah. I've been seeing a lot of that more often and it is definitely it's new. It's a different angle. It's a different way mm-hmm. to film. And like I said, that that mm-hmm. that that swimming scene is my favorite. Seeing Barry's face all excited mm-hmm. like he's a little boy and then seeing Iris seeing her feet and you already know he's about to swim right up to her and then she's got her little mojito right, right there. I mean, all of it just was just a, something you don't, you haven't seen in nine seasons. And that's what I like is that they always try and at least Eric tries to find something fresh to bring, even mm-hmm. if it's just something as simple as that. All right, let's get to Iris and Avery and their Groundhog's Day, which that's the part I did laugh with Cecile. She was like, Groundhog's Day. It's like Groundhog's Day. And if you have watched Glass Onion, you remember the character Birdie and her being like, yeah. it's tic-tac-toe. It's tic-tac-toe. <laughs> That's what that scene reminded me of so much. She's like, no, it's Groundhog Day. Yeah, they're like a time loop. No, 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 no. That's, that's Groundhog Day. I, I I totally get it. So that was cute, I thought, anyway. Um, and everybody both- was like, what? <laughs> yes, you never seen like, it? You ever seen Groundhog Day? It's like, yeah, no, we don't. We say time loop now. We don't use this old language um the first thing though the amount of shirtless barry allen i'm here for it give me more Grant is looking good because grant's been working out i don't know what it is about he didn't want to have a dad by because he's been in the gym for real yeah he's been all the way up in the gym Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm his cute. His um, he's so he's cute. like, you're gonna see this body. <laughs> Everybody gonna see this body. They didn't even say once. They said, here you go again. They even oh. put half naked Iris next to half naked Barry. Yes. And he almost got like PG 13. <laughs> Y'all need to get the fuck out of here with this G shit. <laughs> right? That is so Cut funny. the G out. <laughs> Cut the G out. That like robe could have came all the way off. To, to he listen, I thought. <laughs> oh Jesus! <sighs> okay, now, before I go into my, what happened to you, Shy? You turned off your camera. <laughs> oh, where'd she go? I'm like, dang! I keep track of all y'all. <laughs> Make sure you ain't gone somewhere. Y'all gotta get See what happens up. when you're in the the dungeon with no light. You get no problem. <laughs> who's who's holding you hostage? <laughs> Blink twice if you want us to send help. <laughs> Y'all did not want to see my my child, my half just child. <laughs> now why you? I don't know. We're kind of horny right now. Maybe is he eighteen? Girl, I can't with her. Her. <laughs> I can't stand you. No, 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 she didn't. <laughs> I hope that's holy oh, God. I need Jesus. <laughs> it needs to be. <laughs> it needs to be. That's water. that buzz. <laughs> She's all buzzed up now. Oh my goodness. Well, now that we have well, now that we have all decided that Robin that rabbits came out after that scene, um, 
What else did I have down here? <laughs> Let's just move on, Sasha. Iris feels like she should rather be, she would rather be on staycation. That's what Iris is feeling this episode. She'd rather be on staycation, not making any decisions. One week was not enough. And to be fair, she has a lot of unprocessed PTSD. But I felt like it was more than that. She seemed like depressed, like not even like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to go to work. It seemed like she didn't want to do nothing. Like even waking up, to like it being like the next day she looked miserable you're right I, like I was like Barry I know you see the same thing I see like that's the part that I kept killing me like am I supposed to be looking into this more than it is because it didn't even look like she wanted to be like more of a vacation she just looked like something was like like internally mm-hmm. her. I thought like, she was pregnant that was that's three months from now <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm saying I thought she was pregnant and she thought it was going to be in the future. And then she realized, because that's how I would react if I was like unexpectedly pregnant. And I was thinking, okay, this is going to happen in so many months or whatever the case may be. And then now it's happening now. And then he's like, oh, yeah, let me look at all these. That's where I thought it was heading. But thank you for bringing up the fact that I was not reading that wrong because I thought she was depressed, too. What do you guys? I think it more so. I think it's, it's because like, once again. Iris has gone through so much. Like, her mental is probably gone through the freaking ringer. People always want to sit there and say, oh, bury this and bury that or Cecile this or whoever. All these other freaking characters. But it's like, Iris is the main one that be going through some some heavy crap. And she just takes it. People be putting Iris down and she just takes it. She just takes it and keeps it moving. And she doesn't even tell these people off. She just takes it and keeps it moving so now that she's starting to say more of her mind like a black woman <laughs> she's more mm-hmm. speaking her mind i'm not gonna do this because i don't have to <laughs> the attitude is coming out now and people are like what is wrong with iris this is how a black woman is <laughs> this is, this is, this is what we do this is how right she, when she went and got that freaking wine bottle i said listen <laughs> she, she went and got that, that merlot <laughs> she's like let's go get coffee but that's 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 cold for wine she got that she got that wine glass and he said are you sure you should be doing that she said mm-hmm. you want one <laughs> said, yes yes iris this is the iris i've been waiting for the one that just snapped just like i'm gonna do what the hell i want to because you people have put me through some crap yeah, I like she, she lives and she breathes and she's next to and she's and she loves and she loves Barry and stuff like that. And I think that's why they bounce each other so well because he's like, he's just I want this and he's just has can't hold any secrets and he's just so ready to explode with all this knowledge. Whereas Iris is like she's very much she likes to she's a journalist she likes to look into things she likes to make sure this this she doesn't want she doesn't want everything to be told to her at once. She wants to make sure she has all the facts. She wants to make sure this. She doesn't want to make sure to have her hopes up and it not to happen. And so that's what people don't seem to get when they sit there and they're like, oh, well, Barry should be with this person. But I'm like, they balance each other out. He's sporadic. And she's more of the laid back type of person, more logical type of thing, where he's just kind of like optimistic and wants to go 
Oh, Iris, look at this. Barry, go shower first. <laughs> like... Please go shower first. Your breath is on fire. And that crap means a hello. When he's, he woke up and he said, Iris, look, look. This, oh, this happened today? She said, babe, please go shower first. I never need to woke up. I need to wake up first. Got <laughs> Shy, you had some feelings. <laughs> What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Oh, about Iris and her thoughts and her like just yeah, basically she, where she was at the beginning before the 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 time loop started. Yeah, I mean for sure they. I mean from the very beginning, I mean she was you know talking about how she was tired that she didn't really she wanted to stay in bed where she felt safe and comfortable and she really didn't want to face the day. I definitely <laughs> relate to that. So. <clears throat> excuse me she wasn't ready and like you said christina a week after you died <laughs> that's not enough time to recover and so yeah what mimi said is accurate i mean she was more depressed than anything else i mean she just wasn't ready to face the world um and so uh, to me i was like well take some more time off you're the boss but yeah, the, the, the question is, do you feel like the CW is too afraid to really address the depression issue? Because I do think with both the characters, you, you can see very clear signs of PTSD, what we would mm-hmm. recognize as PTSD. Yeah. And yet it well, is tiptoed. Or, go ahead. I was just going to say, ahead, it's. I think it's more so because it's, I think it's two reasons. Because one of the things I will say that really draw me to euphoria was the way that they handled people that are bipolar. And if you've ever experienced a person that's bipolar, like personally been around them, it's hard to explain, which to me, if it's hard to explain, it would be hard to write it out. But they did such an amazing job with that. But Euphoria is a different type of show. I think that it could Mm -hmm. be possible that... Like, it's like one of those things where you could do it and you could kill it and everybody's going to love it. Or you could take it and it'd be so terrible that you lose, you know what I'm saying? People Mm -hmm. people not liking it. And this is the last season, which it might not matter, but it also, we don't know what could be riding on this last season. I'm not saying that they have like spinoffs in the, in the works, but it could be something attached to this. So I think it, it could be hard to do just in general, but also the type of a show that it is, it might not be something that they want to wrestle with because of the target audience that they're going for. Because they, they're trying to make this like a kid show, even though I don't think it should be. It's supposed to be like a, the demographics is younger than what, like, you know, sh- something else that we will be watching like Euphoria. Right. That's fair. That's fair. Because that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, it, it it did. It was always. It felt like the mood of it was very much okay. Barry is reacting out of anxiety. She's depressed, mm-hmm. and they need to find a way to move forward. But we just didn't actually address it more right. so than we just talked about the notebook. And I could have right. went into a tangent. I didn't even think about the whole Barry anxiety thing. You, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> right. Damn. I think I think and I think also because I think Barry also has PTSD. I think oh. on the they were both struggling with like the same coin, you know, like she was struggling with the future and the unknown and bear and you know and people making decisions for her. 
And that's what happened in season one. Joe making decisions, Joe and Barry making decisions for her of not telling her that Barry was the Flash. It mm-hmm. kind of t- comes all back, all the way back to that, to Eddie lying to her also about Barry not being the Flash. Like, all this comes back into one thing where it's like, and then her being in the time sickness and her being trapped in a mirror and all this other bullcrap and someone trying to act like they're her, you know, sleeping with her husband. It's a lot of stuff, mental stuff going on there. And no one has went to Iris and said, are you okay? No one's done that. Barry's so stuck She's in his head. It. He's asked it. And she says, I'm fine. Which exactly. black women say when they're right. not. Exactly. And she's struggling, and you could tell, and I think that's what shows such a great actress Candace plays, because she, you could see that something was wrong. You know, it wasn't like, oh, she's depressed, and you don't know it. Like, you can tell with her without saying it. It's written all over her face. It's the way that she would act, the way she's like, I just want to lay in bed, and all these different things. You can feel the, de- you can see the depression. It's the way that she played, even on her face. You can see it. She's not smiling. She's not this, but she puts a lot of nuance on into the freaking, to her character. So it's like, yeah, this girl's depressed. You can feel it. You know what depression looks like. Some people don't understand it, but Iris is very much a clear case of it. And Barry has depression in his own way because he wants everything. He's trying to save Iris. That's what his whole nightmare was about. He's like, I can't save you. I can't save you. Everybody, you know, it's like every, I keep having the same nightmare because I can't save you. In season three, Iris dies by a freaking Savitar, who was supposed <clears> to be <throat> a time remnant of him. He's dealing with a whole a lot ago. of stuff. Exactly. <laughs> then you got reverse flash coming back and then killing her. So and then you just have all this different trauma. That's the main thing on top of it. They're both dealing with trauma in their own way. It's just the fact that they both need communication. And I think that's where Barry and Iris sometimes falter is because of that communication that they tend to like not have um, where they think like, oh, okay, she's fine. I'm over here doing this. Okay, well, she's fine. I'm doing over here. I'm taking care of her. I'm being, I'm taking care of the city. I'm doing all this. But it's like, like Joe said in that book, like, is she happy? Yeah. You have this book about all these different things that she, they, you've done, but it's like, is she really, is she happy during this? Is she happy with Catco? Is she happy this? Is she happy with that? Was she happy when she was pregnant? You don't know. And like they said, you just don't know unless you were there. So you let it play out. He wants you to be know like, what no. What morning sickness going to look like? Right. Shit, that could be six <laughs> months of, oh, I don't like you at all. Thank you. <laughs> Shy, you, you got know? anything to add <laughs> before I get into the Groundhog's Day? <laughs> Well, yeah, I think that, um, you know, as a man, um, and of course, as a superhero and a man and a husband and all that good stuff, uh, just the the protective factor of it, you know, that, you know, you're protecting the city, but you can't protect your wife. Um, that has to play with him uh, quite a bit. Really? Really? <laughs> that has to play in his head, too. Um <laughs> Why are you looking? Are you hiding? You know you're in front of the camera, right? I guess. <laughs> like, do I interrupt this program? I, to... I did interrupt her time. I don't even know what I was saying now. 
But I was trying to be yeah, slick. being a protector. So no, yeah, listen, me, me got me started. It's just about him being a protector, and that in that map book, he felt was a way to protect her. It was a crutch. The legacy of their family and all that good stuff. So that's all I have. I'm sorry. I, I can, we, can we pause for a second? Because I don't, I don't uh-huh. know. This is a question you have. That's fine. But I just, are you gonna ask us what we thought about Barry's time book? Yeah, I was about to. Because I. <laughs> You're on mute. Am I? They can't hear you. You mute yourself. Oh crap! I didn't even know I was on mute. I thought I unmuted myself. Sorry. Of course. Yes, I was. <laughs> Y'all gonna stop checking me? <laughs> I hit the wrong button. I thought clearly. By the way, y'all was laughing at me. I hit my cam button, but I did not. <laughs> and now. Uh, yes, you wanted to talk about the book. Uh, yeah, because I didn't pick up anything in that book other than Nora chips her tooth over there. That's all I got. So, yeah. <laughs> no, my question is, is like, I just, like, as soon as he showed her, I was like, why does he think this is a good idea? Who told him this was acceptable? Like, do you not remember Flashpoint? Dude, like, stop. Like, why don't you just let, let it happen? I wanted to shake him and be like, Barry. Give me the book. Give me. <laughs> I, wanna... I thought. I thought. Ben, I should have burned that book. book. Exactly. <laughs> like, let me get to. Let me take care of this. Just like, okay, I I think it's cool that he like maybe even like save it, you know, put it away, and then maybe like take it out years from now, like something like that. Because I think it's it's cool, but just people shouldn't know their futures. Like, it's a reason that you tell your kids not to time travel but you think yeah. right now everything that happens is a good idea i wanted to they get it from him they yeah, get I it from him that's why would he be telling Barry Nora, is driven don't, don't by his travel. fear yeah yeah mm-hmm. his fear is his kryptonite and it, when he he thinks about iris dying it, it's just, he don't it's, become a rational person anymore he becomes he irrational yeah. because i don't we don't want no more shenanigans happening with the timeline because you fucking around. Like, stop. <laughs> right. Dude, as soon as shit you know, started going down, what's the first thing right. Iris said? What'd you do, Barry? What did yeah. his fault? I was like, I <laughs> she was like, what did Barry do? She know her man. And then she goes in there. And then she goes in there and she says, Barry, did you time travel once again? Right. <laughs> and he says... Is and he's like, he's like, no, he's like, no, I, he's like, I didn't try to. <laughs> he don't even know. Because he's not. He's like, if I did, I didn't try to. <laughs> no, no. And the way that Chester. Don't learn a lesson. The way that Iris and, and the way that Iris and Allegra walked up on Chester, he's looking around like, where did y'all come from? <laughs> With y'all non-security ass, that we need to get a fucking alarm to go off or a bell or something when the door oh, no. comes. <laughs> he was acting like he was watching, so he wasn't supposed to. They popped up. He was on his phone, maybe on <laughs> www.pornhub. <laughs> Just do be funny talking about. Let me go ahead and slam this lid. I'm like, what's that gonna help you do? <laughs> 
your body gonna get blown up? What does it matter <laughs> if this is <laughs> like that's your focus? <laughs> oh my god, I can't. So now that we're on the time traveling stuff, I know you said you said you had a lot of thoughts about the book. The book. That was, you have that anything you want to add about the book? That okay. was my thought. Barry needs to stop. So the time traveling, the 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 ground all day, the time loop is what they find themselves in. Did anyone actually grasp why? I, I just noticed no. there was tachyons, and I was like, "That's all I got." <laughs> I didn't even care. Well, I, I didn't even care. Know what that machine was, and I didn't understand why it only followed Barry home. How come nobody else got? How the yeah, the bed? What the bed do? I, well. <laughs> No, because well, I think what happened on. is, I yeah, think what happened yeah. is because one, Iris was stuck in this. Okay, so Iris was stuck in wherever, you know, when she had her time signature, she had those tachyons stuck on her or whatever. Um, so what I think is, even though Iris doesn't have the time signature anymore, I think the tachyons are still in the, in the, you know, it could be in the house or wherever the case may be. And when they, I think when Barry got hit with whatever that thing that Captain Boomerang or they had. was fucking that night. That too. <laughs> that's probably what it was. And, um, and that's most likely probably what happened. And then, yeah, because when the bodies got together and then they woke up. It didn't seem to get that. He was, he was close to a lot of people in the room and only him and her are that close yeah. to connected with the tachyons. Yes, because when that stuff also they just like purples just start popping. I said, "What is going on here?" I was I felt the same way. <laughs> like you know what it reminded me of that purple stuff from like the Titans with Blackfire. Oh yeah, you know which one I'm talking about, right? You know, you know, you know. I don't remember. <laughs> That's exactly what they were. Like. Me up when I saw that purple stuff, I said, "Oh shoot, we got Tamron going up in here." Don't, don't get me started about that dumbass episode. <laughs> I don't even remember. I was like, I was literally about to say, I was "Like, oh my god, is Blackfire the is Blackfire the villain?" That would be dope, though. I ain't even gonna lie. That would be why I would watch it. I would watch it. Do I got a book in my house? I ship it. Let's uh, send someone that on the script. I did. <laughs> Sorry. Shy, you had thoughts. You had thoughts. Did you, you have anything to add to this? I uh, no. I did not. Let's, uh... I mean, other, just like what Sasha said, I mean, the thing hit him and he went home. They, had, they did their thing and uh, let's move on. Okay, so was it connected to the machine or was it not connected to the machine? I didn't I know if that was, was relevant. Okay, because he hit. The, Maybe we're not. Yeah, because it hit cause him. The, his lightning hit the thin machine, and then it blew back on him, and then there were these purple particles. When it yeah, well, cause, yeah, because it hit him, and the next thing you know, he says, "I think I died." What? <laughs> so, well, this fish gonna ask, "How you still here?" <laughs> like bitch what do you mean you died <laughs> how did that you die I was like, what you are we both died? in hell <laughs> purgatory what is going on here i would have been like now i know i said some mean jokes in my day but am i am i in hell 
<laughs> right? So Why are we that... still in our pajamas? <laughs> no, because the way that she sat there, she was like, he's like, oh, I think Red, I think I die. She said, pause. What? <laughs> and then she turns she and then she looks around and she's like, wait. How are we? How are? How are you here? How am I here? <laughs> what is going on? Good, all very good oh questions. God. So that's how they figure it out. I mean, I don't think we needed. Well, I don't care, but I will say the whole going through all of the conversation. Like, if I would have predict what you said after the first three things, like I'm having a conversation with you, Mimi, and then I start predicting what you're saying, I'm gonna like. What's today? Yeah, that's the first thing I'm looking at because I was looking at that calendar on her desk and I'm like, bitch, just look over and you will realize it's the same day. (laughs) Did you not look at your phone this morning? Check your texts. Because anyone would have found out it was the same day quicker than having to go through a whole conversation, but I get it. Uh, So that pretty much leads into them having the argument because we we know the schematics. Let's talk about the argument. Shy, how did you feel about their little argument up into the part where they get to Joe? I mean, they both made great points. I mean, just like what we were talking about, um, they can't, you know, their perspectives on why um, they felt the way they felt. You know, I thought it was hilarious (laughs) when Barry came rushing down there with the book. (laughs) You got to have that book uh, with him. (laughs) No, that book like was the Bible. Seriously. <laughs> Iris was like just, you know, chilling and she's like, he's like, what you doing? <laughs> she's like, absolutely nothing. And so I was like, I can't with her. I love that. That part I did love. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, and so Barry was of course thrown off. He's like, wait a minute, we have a routine we're supposed to do until we can get this uh just That's think. when Barry realized he was still that he married a black woman. He was like, "Oh shoot, <laughs> she's giving me some attitude now." <laughs> I'm just wondering why she needed to pair blueberries with that wine, and now I need to try Merlot and blueberries. I'm like, that's to see not, what that's all good. about. She made it look good. Um, um, but does it? I don't know. I never had Merlot, so me um, but. Bougie. She do got a, a shirt on that says that she's bougie, so she would know. I've been waiting for somebody to notice. Oh, girl, I almost called you out on it. I was like, I love that fucking shirt. I need it. Where did you get it? It's the outfit. Target. It says bold, black, and bougie. Mm. Ooh. I like it. It says, what is the first one? Bold. 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 Okay. Black and Not bold. Black and bougie. <laughs> Not today. What? Not today. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what in the world, ma'am? What in the world? Okay. <laughs> um. All right. Back to me. <laughs> Honestly, y'all keep doing. Why do y'all when I'm talking, y'all distract me? So I don't even remember what I'm. <laughs> you saying. allow yourself to get distracted. <laughs> um. I don't even remember. Like uh, somebody else go, and then I'll I'll pick. It's the argument. It's just they arguing. Oh yes, and so of course Barry finds out that she didn't say yes to the cat go thing, and then that you know escalated from there. And she talks about how she doesn't want her life dictated to her. She don't want to go through life 
you know, with instructions. She wants to live her life, live in the moment. After she went through the, I don't know who else said it earlier, but she went through the um the time sickness and mm-hmm. bouncing around time. She wants control back of her life, and she mm-hmm. doesn't want that her life dictate. But she's always been like that. She That's is. why I'm like Barry. She's been like that since just like when her and Eddie were together, and she's like, we control our own destiny. We mm-hmm. don't have to dictate it to us. And so that's something Barry knows about her. And so, yeah, for him to still, I mean, from his fear, it's like, yeah, I'm still going to do this and <laughs> you're going to have to be okay with it. Um, and so I get where Barry is coming from, again, out of his fear, PTSD, both of them, and him wanting to, I guess, dictate what's going to happen, even though that to me, that makes no sense. He wants to follow, he wants to follow the steps that ensures the correct outcome. That you're going to be safe. I'm so sick and tired of you disappearing and me not knowing where the hell you at. (laughs) So from now on, this book is going to tell me where the hell you at every minute of the day for the rest of our lives. And exactly. we're gonna today. This is the we're gonna happen. find out in the finale. And she got a damn tracker in her breast. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. So, I mean, I get that they're um, both, but I was obviously more on Iris's side because who the hell wants to know? Every, uh, anyway, Barry, he just can be extra sometimes. Um, but to, yes, very extra. So I get it. Um, yeah, I mean, I was on Iris's side. I get what Barry was trying to do. I get his fear. I get that, you know, he wants to protect her. He's having these nightmares. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, this is your get wife. Therapy. You know, Iris. Yes, get therapy. You know, this is not the way to go. Yeah. Um, you're going to have, and just like Iris was saying, you don't know that. You can't say if we have to follow this book for us to have the future we want. You don't know that. And to me, I felt like by writing it down that you're actually screwing up the timeline. But that's just me. I feel like he's still screwing up the timeline. But whatever. And I think she'll get pregnant before three months. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They basically me. said it at the end. It was like, no, let's just let's just let's just make that egg crack right now. Let's just crack that egg. Right. right <laughs> 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 let's go ahead. That's my thoughts on the argument. All right, uh, Sasha, Mimi, whichever one wants to jump in. Uh, if you okay, so yeah, so I think I agree. I I agree with both of their points. I get where Barry's coming from, and I get from where Iris is coming from. I get Iris is like she feels like she's not doesn't have control, and I think Iris is very big on control. I mean, look who her father is. So I think she's very big on when it comes to control. If you think about like she wanted to be a police officer, her dad was like, no, you're not going. Um, and so she had to become a barista. So uh, I think there's different things. And just like journalism, she didn't want to do journalism. And what? She had is to going become to- a barista. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just don't even be fancy. She worked in a coffee shop. <laughs> she was a 5.525 an hour employee anyways she um god dang it you got me 
Lost in See? <laughs> so do you, they both have points. She had a messed up daddy who's a control yeah. freak. Barry ain't had no parents, so right, exactly. And I think that he definitely took—I mean—took it as the point of like, you know, you keep dying, you keep, you know, disappearing, disappearing and all these different things. Like, I want to have a future with you. I want to make sure that we do have, you know, Nora and Bart in the future. And I—it's not gonna happen if you keep disappearing and dying all over the place. And I need to know your every step and, you know, step and track where you're at. So I think that's more so with Barry. He feels like he can't protect her. And I think that's just a big thing with him. He felt like he couldn't protect his mom, which it goes back to that. And now it goes back to um, he can't, you know, and he's trying to protect the city. He couldn't protect Eddie. Eddie, you know, you know what I'm saying? So I think... You know, he couldn't protect Ronnie. He couldn't protect Captain Cold. I mean, there's so many deaths that's happened that he feels that Barry just takes it upon himself. So it's like he feels that like he can't protect it. So, you know, he felt in the the first Nora, he felt like he couldn't protect her because she died. You know, like there's just so many different things that this man has gone through. And so then when you go on the other half and you go with Iris, it's like she, like I said, she feels like out of control. You know, she was lost in time. She was basically bouncing around, seeing all these different futures and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's like, you know, she was being trapped in a mirror verse with, you know, and so it's, it had someone else pretending that they were her. So I could totally understand where she is, where it's like, you know, Barry, this is nothing new. This has always been Iris from day one. She's always been the type that does not like to be controlled. She did not like to be controlled with Eddie, and she's not gonna want to be controlled by you. Yes, you saved the world and all this. Yes, and I agree. I think that they both definitely share that, and I think that you know, I think it's just mainly when it comes to that. But once again. I think the argument actually, you know, works because at least this time they're both trying to listen to each other's point of views. And even though Barry may not want to hear what Iris has to say because it scares him, that's why he goes running off. He's like, I got to go because he can't handle it. He gets scared. And Iris, on the other hand, is like, no, I, you know, I finally want to talk it out. I'm always like keeping my mouth shut. Now I want to express how I freaking feel. And then, you know, and then Barry's just, like, kind of takes it a whole different way where it's like, oh, what, you don't want to have a future with me? It's like, that's not what I'm saying. I do want to have a future with you. It's just that I don't want it to, I don't want to know it. I want it just to come. I don't want to know what I do tomorrow or what food I eat tomorrow in the book. Honey, we're going to go to this restaurant tomorrow. Like, I don't want to know that. I'd rather just be pick and choose what the hell I want to do so I definitely think at that I think definitely when it comes it just comes with communication that's what it all is and they just got to talk it out and I think that's what helped them moving forward when it goes with them but you know it just shows how healthy of a relationship they do have because at least they did come together and speak about it and good old Joe for giving him that father wisdom I'm also see okay in through too you know yeah I give her, her points yeah. even yeah. if you all won't I just one of the things I just I love when Barry and Iris have fights especially when they're really bad ones because I just I it just shows like you know a perfect couple fights like that's Mm -hmm. you know you can be a perfect couple and still fight fighting is normal 
to me, not fighting right. is, not, is abnormal, but it's right. the way that they get come back afterwards that I always enjoy. Right. Like, so I just, yeah. I just yeah. liked that we got this in this episode because it just goes to show like the kind of relationship that they have. And, I, and that's always my favorite part of West Island, their communication. <laughs> Good. That's, uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm I laughing because I just remembered the scene <laughs> where she slapped him with the pillow when he startled her to wake him the fourth time. <laughs> I just remembered that. And that shit was hilarious because <laughs> that's exactly how I would greet my significant other if they scared me like that. Like, what? I'm coming up swinging. Don't was, even know. Yeah, there was a couple of, there was a lot of funny little moments like that in this, in this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. So we've got Barry running. And I will say the only thing that to add is I, I strangely went on, of course, a religious aspect to it as well. You know, the idea that there's a divine plan and that, you know, you're on the divine plan and things will go if you're on this divine plan. And that's what Barry's because mm-hmm. he is in a lot of ways a man with godlike powers. Um, yeah. So. He he's trying to put up this book as this is the divine plan. We have to follow this divine plan. And she's like, no, I, I don't. What about my free will? When she right. said that, that, that hit home to me because one's free will is something that absolutely and utterly defines the, the uh, divine plan. So right. him putting that in the end, in the fire and in, that just really, it took on a different meaning to me as they, they were talking just about that, but it reflected back onto, it's kind of how I feel a little bit in a religious aspect. It's like, I can have this path going forward, but then where's my free will in that? So I'm glad that right. she, she spoke up about it. Yeah. So we talked about going to Joe. Did anyone want to add anything about the Joe scenario? I think we kind of covered that with Cecile, but the second part yeah. of the argument coming back where she's laying down <laughs> Just in the window of clove for no reason. <laughs> Once again, I kept thinking she was pregnant. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why. I thought that was where we were going. But I guess maybe I was waiting for it. I was just like, shoot, they just skipped it. She already pregnant. Um, but that conversation, because you had the fight and then you had the makeup. And I know we touched on a lot of the points already about them finding the communication with each other. Um, but the romantic part of it, the words that he was saying to her, because uh, I know I know a lot of people in the fandom previously that we don't really listen to, but sometimes y'all tell me about <laughs> um, <laughs> that would say that Barry doesn't lift up Iris or or find that lacking in the department, but the the dialogue we got here, yeah, uh, the dialogue we have here is I, I thought was was poetry. And since you guys are the 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 sugar babies of all this sap, how did you feel about that leading people, up to the kiss? People say Barry doesn't lift Iris up. That's let's just not yeah, let's 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 not give them. I gave what? them as much attention as I was going to give them, but uh, <laughs> that just threw me off. Like what? Okay, continue. No, no, I've left it over. I've I've got it over. I I, I I'm let y'all sugar all of this leading up to the kiss, and then there you can just talk about from this to the kiss to the everything that happens afterwards. You are free reign. 
This is the romantic part. Look at Shy. She can't wait. Go ahead. <laughs> what? No, I'll let somebody go first. I'm just smiling. Jesus. <laughs> you gonna sit here in awkward silence? Go ahead. Here we go. This is why. I, this is why I call on people. Because if you let people decide for themselves, I went first last. Like, I'm being so too polite. Somebody else could go. I went first I, last I time. I enjoyed the. Uh, oh God. <laughs> My child is here. Derek, please. I'm busy. He hasn't left yet. He's staring at me. <laughs> I, I see you. Get out of my room. Kids don't got no respect for you. They ain't got none. They'll just sit there and just look at you too. You'd be like, didn't you just tell, I, I told you to go do something and you know, you just staring at me. He crawled on the floor. Army crawled into the closet. <laughs> He's going to listen to the rest of this conversation. You might as well just... Yeah. Learn. Oh, oh, okay. So West Allen, the, the sugary moments that Christina hates. So I, I think my like one of my favorite things was like the the pool scene. I thought it was super cute and super sweet. Um, I loved when uh when they decided to come together at the end and they were like to, like do the day like we tried it separately and now we're gonna do it together. That was like such a West Allen thing. And it never even occurred to me that that would have solved the problem until they did it. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> that is like mm-hmm. his lightning rod right there. Like it just, it really made sense. And, you know, Barry handing out bagels, like why? I don't know, but it was cute. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that was adorable. And then when- With no was, damn cream cheese. Where the cream cheese? It was dry. It wasn't mm-hmm. even cut. It was like- Oh no. I know you, you could slice them, right? You could even put the cream cheese on it, Barry. You're the Flash. Like, we're not gonna talk about that. Uh, but when when Iris came out with that fucking gun and she shot the dude, I was like, "See, this the kind of season I want." Back to the basics, and then like those were the my favorite moments. Like, I love like you know when West Allen like kissed and stuff like that. But it's when they're like really uh like a power couple when you see that they're like in sync like they're connected and they're like they're more like it's like not only are they husband and wife but you can you see that they're best friends like barry and they like they know each other barry knows iris iris knows barry like they even walk similarly when they're like like set like when she was in he uh, at, when they were fighting the dude and Iris came up with the gun, the way she just positioned herself, it mm-hmm. just, it's just like per- like Barry and, and Iris, like it's perfect. That's, yeah. that's what I enjoyed the most about this episode was like them being like best friends, you know, lovers, boy, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, and then husband, wife. Like you can just see it all rolled up into one. Like I love yeah. it when they come together like that. I'm, I'm, I still, and one, I don't hate it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't usually have a lot to say other than it was cute. It was adorable. And then they said, let's get pregnant. <laughs> and that's, that's pretty much what I got. Yeah, pretty much. 
So you guys got to elaborate when it comes to this part. (laughs) I could do better at a gay couple. That's the funny thing. When it's a straight couple, for some reason, I find myself not having much to say, but it's a gay couple. My God. I don't know what that (laughs) says about me, but that's what I'm going to leave it off. Okay, Sasha. (laughs) Um, Like I said, I just, I love, I'm with Mimi. Like I like when they are like a team power couple. Um, you know, where they're, they come together and they're both on the same page. And it's just like where he's like sitting back and he's like, yeah, like that's my woman. Like you could just tell like in his whole face when even when he's up at her job, he's sitting back looking at her like, yeah, yeah, she going to do that. <laughs> and like It's like, <laughs> it's like, yes, Barry. And even where Allegra is just getting kind of like, like, are you guys good? And he's like, yeah. He's like, we got some time to kill, honey. Let's go do <laughs> I know the way they was looking at each other that was cute (laughs) and then you know and then him jumping in the pool and him you know did you see my cannonball like that was did you did you see my splash it was was a big big splash splash. wasn't it like he just turned (laughs) into like a little kid and it just showed like the best friend aspect of it that's what I missed I missed the best friend aspect of West Allen you know yes they've been yes they're married and stuff like that but the best friend doesn't go away and the fact that they grew up together as best friends and to see it come back like how season one you know best friends uh Barry and Iris and see them come back like a like Barry and Iris like boyfriend and girlfriend and then you know engaged in season four into now that they're married it's like you see it like you like Mimi said it's all rolled into one and I love that you see the progression of it more so and it's like it felt like it, the heart of it, which is West Down, it felt like it was like, you know, that it wasn't beating as, you know, as much as it used to. And But this brought like a whole big, you know, like, a, I don't know, like it reinvented itself where it was like, oh, this is, it's beating again. Oh, this is the heart of the show. You could tell the feelings that everything is coming back. Like, I, it really brought a newness to it. And like I said, I was very intrigued. I, it really made me want to watch the episode again, and I haven't felt that way about uh, watching a Flash episode in a long time. But this episode made me be like, "Oh, I need to go watch that again." That was actually a great episode because it didn't make me. It I didn't feel like I was watching a Flash episode, so I was like, I was here for it. I was like, I felt like it was a whole new show that wasn't even on the CW. I'm like, is this HBO Max going on? What's going on? Because I am here for it. Wherever they're going with this, I'm here for it. Same. So yeah, that was my take on it. I don't know what I'm doing with myself in the camera. Cheyenne? <laughs> Cheyenne? Do you say Cheyenne or Cheyenne? It's Cheyenne. Cheyenne? <laughs> That's it. That is Cheyenne. Didn't know that. Mind blown because mm-hmm. I, this whole time I've been calling. Oh, for like three years I've been calling you Cheyenne. <laughs> you ain't said one word. you didn't even like once go just shy one (laughs) oh we talking about oh okay okay yes we'll go offline we'll go offline and talk more about that because i need to know the whole story (laughs) ciao okay (laughs) i need to know too add me in it okay i'll i mean offline anyway um (laughs) 
<laughs> she got a secret <laughs> identity we don't know about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. This is my secret identity. I can tell you my real identity later. Oh, um... <laughs> <laughs> no shit. She finally let us in on the story. It's only been five years. <laughs> exactly. It's been that long, has it? Oh my God. It's been a long time. One. Way too fucking long for us to not know this moment. Because <laughs> I've been on this podcast calling you <laughs> names that don't belong sure to have. you. It's been a long time. It don't make no what? damn sense. Continue. <laughs> Why should we do this when it's my turn? I just want to know. Uh, well, C-H-Y, that's part of my name. Let me put it that way. Um, all right, back to whatever what I'm saying. <laughs> um, yes, the romance part. Yes, I love the, the pool scene. That was hilarious. And then basically what Sasha and Mimi were saying, I love that they went back to basics with, uh, with Barry and Iris and, you know, reestablished the friendship part of their relationship. I mean... I'm trying to think, like, when was the last time we got just carefree, you, you know, goofing around kind of thing? I mean, it's I can't even remember the last time. I think it was season four, because um, then we had the Nora stuff, and that was heavy, you know, and then we got the crisis stuff in the next season, and then when she was missing in the mirror, then she, it was like, <laughs> damn. When it like mm-hmm. like it's been a while since it was just like carefree um the way they were. And again, it's been a while since we've had it's like she was missing for some episodes the last season. I don't know. I mean I that's the one thing if, if I can have a complaint about Eric's show running is that he kind of got away from that with what mm-hmm. was, what worked for the show and he started going in these and and sometimes it works, sometimes it didn't. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy uh, the stories, but I think there was needed to be a balance. That was the problem. It was not a balance in the stories. It was all extreme this or extreme that. And so and we got away from, you know, relationships and, you know, what made people tick. And so I like that we got back to that, at least in this episode. Um I like that Barry went back to her after his talk with Cecile and Joe and, you know, just reestablished, hey, we're in this together. You know, we don't need this book. We're going to, you know, just stay in the moment like you talked about. And, um, yeah, I I liked all of that stuff. Um, I just hope they keep to this kind of theme or throughout the season of them being best friends, them doing things together, and then them making this baby. Uh, that would be nice uh, if we, you know, saw some of that kind of stuff happening mm-hmm. uh, on this Particularly doggy style. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the traditional, so, yeah. we got enough of that on that couch. We know how that went down. Yeah, we know. So, so yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, that's, uh, that sounds about right for everything that happened. I don't think I have anything to add other than. Did you yeah, talk about they... like the villain? Oh yeah, no, I was. I was just going to tell you about the. That was the last part. I was saying that's all I got for the the romance side. Figure, gotcha. Filling out West Allen. 
that they yeah. pretty much, yes, they feel, they feel rejuvenated. You know, yeah. they now realize that we can focus on ourselves. It's okay to be mm-hmm. selfish. That's why I was happy when he was like, fuck that dude. I'll get him tomorrow. <laughs> I got dinner plans <laughs> because at some point, at some point, a police officer is not a police officer all the time. You got to make working hours. Yeah. I mean, you got to let the police right. do their damn job. So yep. I was so happy to see him be like, yeah, screw that. I'm not about to, I got my ass kicked. The guy's gone. I'm not about to spend six hours for the rest of my day trying <laughs> yep. to figure things out, cancel my dinner plans, not get sex tonight. And Iris ain't going to talk. <laughs> I, I, no, I got things I got to do. And I liked that part of them yeah. recommitting mm-hmm. to their own actual uh, relationship as far as the honeymoon phase that they got skipped over so mm-hmm. yes let's to lastly talk about this what how are you get chick-fil-a i'm looking at chick-fil-a like, like dang <laughs> looks good that's I why know, she ain't got her like lights that. off <laughs> I know she got a whole pan pizza. (laughs) A box of chicken, some fries. (laughs) I do have chicken and fries. A freaking root beer, just for like no reason. Arnold Palmer. Yeah. So, yeah, the 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 villain, Owen Mercer. Um, I didn't even really think much of this guy. I was just like, he's there. Oh, we did get a flash. Uh, the the tar pit. They brought tar pit back for yeah the oh, yeah. opening scene. That was the one in the beginning. Yes, yeah. I knew he looked familiar, but I honestly could not remember until I was like, oh, the episode with Wally and. Oh. And uh, when Iris got the glass shard, yeah. and that's all oh, I remember. Yeah. Oh yeah, where he was racing, he was he was remember. doing the racing. I really didn't oh, remember. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we haven't seen <laughs> Tar Pit since freaking season two. Season two, season yeah. two, yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah, yeah, it took I me a minute to recognize where we saw that villain from. But oh. as soon as he said Tar Pit, I was like, ah, I remember who you are. So you only saw him once. I didn't make that. Um, I yeah, that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. Uh, <laughs> but this Owen Mercer, I can't, I don't know who he is. I don't know who he's supposed to be, but it looks like we have yet another speedster. Uh, looks a little Thawne-like working to once again. Well, make- Owen Mercer is actually Captain Boomerang. Or Captain Boomerang. There you go. His, his uh, official name. Which those boomerangs yeah. are not at all intimidating. No wonder you got your ass kicked in Iron Heights. <laughs> <laughs> when that is your power, bruh. That is your power. Okay. Um, but I think who they he's connected to is much. The what? They should have let him go to a regular jail with his lame ass powers. Yes, he. Yes. Yes. The courtyard would be fun. Yeah. This is why we're going to hell, Christina, because you make jokes. 
She's like, I don't get it. <laughs> do you know what a courtyard is, Shari? In the prison system? Yeah, because yeah. yes. you know she meant something awful. <laughs> don't even think about it. She already got me going. Anyhow. Don't go with <sighs> Yeah. I told her we're both going on the ele- same elevator down. So you could just jump on. Um... <laughs> Yeah, you know more, Sasha, about Captain Boomerang. So what you got for us and who this possible villain could be? Because I wasn't really even caring about any of that. Wes Allen sailed me right through the whole episode. Yeah, so, okay, so, um, yeah, you have Captain Boomerang. And then, um, when, and then who else do we have? Oh, yeah, and then the ending scene, dun, 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 that part, the, the, where, you know, where he's talking to you or whatever, and it looks like a black blob or whatever that has red lightning, and a lot of people think it's freaking Reverse Flash. It's actually it not. And then I'm like, no. and it and it's not Zoom. Right. It looks mm-hmm. different. Mm, it had red lightning. Yes. And it's yeah. actually, um, yeah, it had red. What in the world were you looking? At? <laughs> I thought he had blue lightning. I don't remember. No, yeah, Zoom has lightning. blue lightning, but but this one had red lightning. That's why a lot of people thought it was reverse flash. Yeah. I knew it could but be. But it's actually red death. And red death is actually a combination of Am I making that up? No, red death was from the Titans. You talking about red hood? Red no, hood. that's red hood. That's Red Hood, Jason. <laughs> yeah, that's that's from Red Hood. Um, no, Red Death is actually from a. Um, I want to say it's like from one of the Negative Earths, um, and it's a combination of Barry Allen and Bruce Wayne. Um, Batman. That's why you see the bat symbol when he pops up that's, and stuff like that. I know I heard that name on Titans. Um, you probably have. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, they might have brought it up. I can't remember. But that is what that's supposed to be. But since, um, this, uh, you know, I'm going to give you a little snippet. Um, since the CW is <laughs> not allowed to use Bruce Wayne. Um, so since they're not allowed to use Bruce Wayne, who is the next person that is a bat person that we just had? Batwoman! Batwoman! Because she will be in this. She, Wait! You right. Wait! You right. Wait! She's coming back. Wait. What? Wait, she's Wait I'm trying to wrap my head around this. So, this is a version of Barry and a black woman? What? <laughs> <laughs> So basically, weird. they're what they're, but they're changing it for the show. But in the comics, it would usually be Barry mixed up with uh, Bruce Wayne. Like literally, they're you know he has the powers of Barry, and he flies well, like Bruce Wayne. Red, Red Death is a like a 
like a Bruce Wayne slash merge. Right. Character. Correct. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's going to be a Barry and Batwoman well, merge. So this one is so basically, but what they're changing at this time, because like Eric said, it's their own storyline or whatever. It's their own version of Red Death because Red Death is usually is, like I said, is a guy, Bruce Wayne. But this time it's going to be a girl and it's going to be, you know, Batwoman. But she's going to be from like a negative birth, but she's going to be evil. So you're going to have still have your Batwoman, you know, regular Batwoman played by the same character. But you're gonna be having another one that's gonna be evil that just hates Barry's guts mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And Eric said it's very tied to the future and it's a lot more of Iris's storyline. So mm-hmm. that's what's coming up next. I like it. A villain that's yeah. black and mm-hmm. half bat and half speedster. Yeah, she has speedster powers like Barry. Like but she's also can human. fly like a bat. I love to make the transgender crowd really happy. That makes that makes my day. You said what now, Mimi? I said I love when Barry gets his ass beat by a female because it's hilarious. And then you know Iris gonna be like, "This bitch will make me right." Yes, yes. Eric says, "Eric, right?" And Eric says that there's a really great scene between iris and red death so i can't wait to see that that sounds amazing that is sounding amazing i'm so excited and i'm sad that it's the last season i know to see because there's a spinoff for like dark night or night dark or some some like i wouldn't even trust the spinoff yet because they cancel stuff too quickly but no it's like i just like I'm I'm hoping that we get some type of spinoff with like the Flash. Well, not like you know Barry and Iris, right. but at least somebody like that, the you kids know, or something. Something because I these other shows it, like after the Flash, like I watch All American, Homecoming, and All American. But yeah. Other than that, like I don't watch any other superhero shows. Other than if there was gonna be, I would say like anything. If there's gonna be like a spinoff, I want it with the kids, and I want it on HBO Max. Facts. I can't do but CW. Not with any CW's of the people doing too much. That are doing Titans. Like they're Correct. not allowed. They're not allowed. Right. <laughs> they're not allowed to touch it. Mm-mm. Like seriously. All so of those people mad. should just be fired. I'm so <laughs> mad because like this is the last season, you know, it will be the last season of the Titans, and we still haven't really got Dick Corey. Like what's really going on? I gave up on them like three seasons ago. Girl, you were shipping them two days ago. Stop it. <laughs> hey, bitch. <laughs> it's not true. Now she put you on blast, Mimi. Yeah, she lying. I ain't she put that argument. Uh, she put, put that article in there. I'm like, uh-huh. I thought you didn't care. What article? See? Now I gotta go do some research because I, I know because I might also be misremembering things. You know how I be, <laughs> but I could have sworn there was something you put in there, and I was like, "When does she care about Dickory? Is it Dickory mm-hmm. or Dickory? 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 Dickory is hilarious, though. <laughs> That's the one I've been saying all this time. Here she go. Here she go. Here she go. Here go Sasha. I, I don't appreciate these receipts. <laughs> That was good. You, that was quick. Probably, that I don't remember. Did I put it? something in there? 
It was on Tuesday. It was about her birthday. But she was talking about how Robin and Starfire got the same birthday. She said Robin and Starfire, not Anna and Brendan. And she's like, that's so cute. That ain't got nothing to do with dick and fucking Corey. (laughs) Yes, it does. Same people. Well, they're two real human beings got the same birthday, bitch. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. You brought it into the chat. It's because she was secretly shipping. That was Robin and Starfire. Not Dick and Corey. So are they, hey, I'm Robin and Starfire like, really... is Dick and Corey. No, that's it's the thing. Right no. The new one. No. What? The, the black, the black kid. Yeah, that's that the new Robin. Uh... he plays um, uh, what's the one? What's his name? Oh Jesus, Tommy, Tom, Tommy, Tommy. He's a British black guy. I yeah, but I'm trying to remember what the, the Robin because he's the um I'm trying to remember because there's so many because you have Jason who is Jason Todd is that his name? Mm-hmm. Like his name? The, the, the gay one. He's gay. That Robin. Right, oh, right. Oh, got you. My bad. My but bad. his name I is like apologies. Tom something. In the I comic, we care like, so much about them great. that we don't know their names. Tim Drake. Tim Grayson. Tim Drake. There we go. Oh, Tim, Drake. Tim Drake. Tim Drake. There we go. I don't know where the hell Dang, I got all those clues from. out there. We should have said. <laughs> I should have got it right away when you said the gay character. I was <laughs> over there and I and I and I was over here just, with that. Yeah, and I was over here talking about Tom. I thought his name was Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I was like Tom Last something. <laughs> we both fell off in La La Land like Trying to drag me, you were wrong. You made a fool of How did this even start? You have my most humblest of apologies, ma'am, from the bottom of my no soul. Okay. Yeah, it was a bat. We was talking about that stuff. Now we gotta we gotta talk about one last thing. One last thing, and then we'll wrap it out. She gotta mention it was in the goddamn episode, okay? Who the freak is Caitlyn? Who, who, who is, is this another altar with a horrible blue Don't hair? What the fuck? Don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> you can be Miss Invisible for all I care. <laughs> Don't give a fuck. <laughs> I thought I would put it out there, but as soon as I said we got one last thing out there. Everybody's face was like, "Nope, that does not exist. We do not say their name." And then, so apparently, if, she's the new Voldemort. If, if I see that raggedy ass boyfriend of hers, I'm he's in the sequence. When I saw him in the sequence, I, I about died. He's a he's a uh, regular. Yeah, he's yeah, he's a regular. Phone. He's in the I sequence. He's in he the is. fucking flash fi- sequence. Yes, is. this is what y'all did to me. This is the only problem I had with this season thus far is that Chill Blame is in the opening credits. Like that is so not deserved. Some chest, otherwise my blood would have been boiling immediately. Yeah, he is. They should have just put Cisco back in there just to run the film. (laughs) Is he supposed to be like a part of Team Flash? Yes, this season, yeah. Whose idea was that? I have no idea. 
I don't know. I'm I, I don't know. He's part of Caitlyn or whatever her name. That's why we need to fill in the the white quota now because we got all these. (laughs) Pretty much, pretty much. (laughs) It's only two old and own. Only two old and own. Caitlyn was the only one. She needed some company. Getting uncomfortable. Money. That's exactly what it was. They needed to meet their white quota now. And the thing about it, that's not even freaking Caitlyn. Caitlyn freaking killed her freaking self going into that doggone chamber. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. So we don't even know who this freaking person is. Like, yeah, I hit the panic button, but I'm not Caitlyn. Like, we even give a shit. I think Exactly. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, why are you keeping this a mystery? Like, is this going to prove your acting? Will this third character make you act better? I, <laughs> I hope so. We should have well, judging from the 15 seconds we saw, no. <laughs> I am not. Maybe she's just playing thinking. herself. If she's playing herself, we ain't got to expect much. Yeah, there you go. So what's up with the blue? Like the blue. I don't know like, what why? person allowed her to why? go on set looking like that with that blue shit in her why? hair. What is that supposed to be? We got that from Claire's. I seen that when I was yep. in fifth grade. The little mm-hmm. clip-ins. The little clip-ins. Yep. Is that what that was? Yeah. Well, she's trying to be Rob Zombie's I'm wife. Sorry. I'm sorry. For oh that. yeah. That's it so messed like, up. White blue. Like I. I don't know. Especially oh, if you're supposed to be someone else. Then we saw it's, Fra- it's, Frost. It's, how did he? How he having dreams about Frost? And she did. But that's what I'm saying. Like, didn't spend like a whole two seasons trying to get rid of Frost, and now Frost dead, and now she want to bring him back? Like, bitch, make pick an emotion. Maybe. I wish. I hate. But Caitlyn's also dead too, because Erica freaking confirmed that in the interview, saying that she she's dead. This is tea to me, because I didn't know she was dead. <laughs> she ain't dead enough. I didn't know she was you know dead. What? I had no idea. She had <laughs> murdered herself for being a damn idiot. Apparently, yeah. Chill Blaine saw the corpse and was like, deuces, I ain't gonna tell anybody because Barry's on a staycation. I don't want to fuck that up for anyone. I'm just gonna take the corpse and hide it. Oh, shit, it's not a corpse. It's another person. Oh, it's a third altar? Who knew? What's her mother gonna think? I've lost a child, another <laughs> child, now I got a fucking altar. <laughs> This story is so damn sloppy. I don't even know why we trying. <laughs> oh, yeah, where has she been for a week? Where is Chill Blaine? Like, Chill Blaine is trying to he trying to avoid that murder rap when he saw the corpse. <laughs> he got away with it once. He ain't gonna get away with exactly. it. Exactly. It's like, look, you ain't putting this shit on me. I'm not. <laughs> I told her not to go in the machine. <laughs> I mean, they did. He did. It's like I, I told mean, you not to do it. I just don't know why we need him. Why do we need him? What are you going to fall in love with another version? Why? Also, I do know who the second villain is, but you don't like spoilers, so I'm not going to say nothing. I will walk away for 2.2 seconds. Okay, I was going to say, because the only person that like him, I think, is Shy. Look, 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 she's like, uh, yeah, jump in her inbox. She will want to know. (laughs) And that's, that's the great thing about going into this first season. I I know I had no expectations. 
I sat and I bought the episode because I was like, thank God they finally put the episodes back on Amazon Prime so I could buy it and I have to watch the commercials. So that is the joy of coming back to this season is that I I don't, they they don't have to do much to impress me. (laughs) Right. Because I'm already here. So just going in with fresh eyes and not even just seeing what they do every week. I think that's a a perfect way, Mm -hmm. like the first season of the show to end it. So keep those secrets between you two ladies. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think we covered everything. Uh, So we're going to wrap up because I didn't want to make this over two hours because then I can't post it on YouTube. Uh, (laughs) And I'm actually getting a lot more views on YouTube than even I am on the app for Podbean. So if you start making money, I want to cut. Yeah, same. I am not monetizing nothing because that would require <laughs> one. The minute I said fuckity fuck fuck fuck, that was demonetized. Like you have to have all these rules, right. and I don't even try. I'm like, oh, I'd have to edit and think about what I'm saying. And I'm like, oh, I know I'm all types of politically backwards most of the time. So no, 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 thank you. Uh, <laughs> but if if I ever do drop some actual money. I'll give you your dollar. Um, any final, any final thoughts before we wrap it up? Um, no, I actually, since uh, Sasha gave us what's the going on with these uh, villain, this villain, I'm actually looking forward to this. I hope it don't get botched like the fucking locust guy. That's not his name. What was his name? Uh, Viper. Locust. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was the one we introduced to, to Nora. It was the the villain that got away. Oh, Cicada? Cicada. Grasshopper. Right. But I feel like it was such a buildup and his character was so dry and lame. But there's so much potential. And this was that was I think I, I actually trust um, our showrunner. This, you know, so I'm. I think we're gonna. I think we're in for a treat. I'm excited. And we've been through so. worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. Yes. <laughs> All right. So hopefully we will do this more. I know we will do this more than once this season. Uh, maybe every up- couple of episodes we'll get together, discuss our thoughts. Um, and of course, we got next week coming out with the, our weekly podcast. So if you want to join in the conversation, blackercouch at gmail.com. My social media will be below. Like, share, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Until the next time. Oh, peace, peace, hair grease. And black girl magic, uh, black girl magic black girl and magic. napkins. <laughs> <laughs> Why when the napkins get a part of it? Is that new? Girl, you need some tissues. That's what you need. I'm not <laughs> every time, I'm like my daughter. Every time, I'm like, why are you snapping it up? Just blow it the fuck out. You just put me back up there. <laughs> it's not gonna go anywhere. Just snot it out. <laughs> I gotta call, I gotta call people out.